Today is Monday. Welcome to the post-draft fallout episode where we've learned one thing for sure. The Detroit Lions are out, in fact, out to eat kneecaps, and the Bengals are out to destroy Burrow's other kneecap. <laughs> this week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. That, that's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna shit on something. <laughs> Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really that he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie is, was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear, probably naked too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. I didn't think their draft was that bad. I just you didn't like their first pick. Like that's, I said, that's all. There, that's what there is. I, to it. I just don't like their mentality. I, I just I think Zach Smith is a complete fucking dope. Yes, yeah. Marvin Lewis 2.0. I mean, the decision-making to me already, yes, Bur- a monkey could have picked Joe Burrow and got that pick right. It, it was a no It was like the city would have burned to the ground if you did not take Joe oh, Burrow. Oh, for sure. You can't screw that one up. But after destroying, shredding his knee literally with – Four injuries, I think, total. They had to get repaired in what seemed like an 85-inch scar. They take a receiver in the first round. While they had two receivers go over 1,000 yards last year. Asinine, stupid, horrible. However, I'm thrilled to death that the Detroit Lions finally have figured it out with someone who seems like they have their shit together with Sheila Hamp Ford and Dan Campbell and the GM, Brad Holmes. It's... I ecstatic about the Detroit Lions draft. A plus all the way all the way around. Yeah, I was good with it. I didn't have I didn't think that they should have taken Jamar Chase. We talked about it. I think they probably should have taken an offensive lineman. I think they should have traded down personally because of the number of offensive linemen that you could have taken in the first round. But they took what was widely regarded as the number one wide receiver in the draft. I get it, so, but you don't need it. It's well, not a need. No, you don't need it, but with the wealth of offensive linemen that were available now what i do criticize them for is in the second round they should not have traded down they should have taken tevin jenkins but i mean dude their first six picks were a wide receiver again supposed to be the best in the draft i understand that my only problem is you have now granted we've both discussed at length how i feel about the draft Mm -hmm. it is a crapshoot i put more value in free agents established free agents than i do draft picks However, with Pene Sewell, label, watch his highlights. He allowed, I think, two quarterback hits through two years. They knew Oregon. he was going to be a top five pick when he was a junior. So that's, I mean, he's, he's a dominant offensive lineman. To me, he is that Joe Burrow draft pick for Cincinnati. When you have a legitimate franchise quarterback now with what was a complete garbage shit line last year. But okay, go ahead. I can't, I can't argue what you're saying, but, oh, but let me finish this and we'll yep, go to go that. Ahead. They, they took the wide receiver, which 
here the only the only thing I have to say negative about Jamar Chase is yes, he was widely regarded as number one wide receiver in the draft, but he was also based on what he did when Joe Burrows was quarterback on an offense that was absolutely the probably the greatest offense we've ever seen in college football. Video game numbers. Yes. But then they went offensive lineman, defensive end, defensive end, defensive tackle, and offensive tackle. They also signed two really good interior linemen. I, I don't know. You're right. It is kind of a crapshoot. I, I think they should have taken, they should have traded down, taken that, picked the two offensive linemen in the first round. But I see where you're coming from. I, I understand it. I you, when you've got a hundred million dollar quarterback, protect yeah, your investment. You, you got to protect him. And I'm also not a big fan of the draft. The best player available. You draft what you need. I I I feel that way as well. I feel that way as well. But if you've already got two thousand yard receivers with a shit line. And yeah. a stud brand young quarterback. Like receiver was not your need. If you want to go tight end, no. okay, maybe. I got I I it may, wasn't maybe your I need. can if Pitts would have been there, they would have taken Pitts. And I would have been okay with that because he's because you don't have a tight end. Sort of a lineman. Yeah. S- sort of, but he's also can help in two aspects of the game, which is good. But I don't know. I just all my frustration towards Cincinnati Cincinnati's the opposite. I'm thrilled to death with Detroit. I think what Detroit did Finally. was showed that they actually want to start addressing positions that need to be addressed. Oh, like an NFL franchise? Like an NFL franchise. Start from the inside and work your way out. And they just took what they needed. I, I thought it was good. Hell, they even took a couple wide receivers that I was like, oh, nice pick, mm-hmm. which they needed. And it, it, it worked out. And I, again, I, it all everyone has to remember, we'll see. Did you know that 66% of NFL rosters last year were made up by players taken in the third or fourth round or later? I totally believe it. Is that crazy? I totally, it's, There are more busts in the first oh. round than there are home runs. Way more. Like, it's not even close. Who do you think had the best draft overall? Um, I now Granted, the NFL is not Based my on- sport like it is yours. But from everything that I've read and paid attention to, the Chargers had a great draft. The goddamn Buccaneers had a great draft. Um, I Detroit, I still think, drafted the best based on what I know and what I know they need. Based on like overall just straight potential. Cleveland had a great draft. Cleveland, Cleveland crushed. It. I, I mean, th- there's teams out there. We talked about it before, where it, you know, a change of power in the NFL would be great. I think it'd be good for the league. Um, Except for Tampa, New England. I mean, they can stay. Tampa's not going anywhere, sad to say. I mean, sorry to say, but for anybody who hates Tampa and Tom Brady, I mean, he ain't, he, they ain't going anywhere except that they're going to stay right where they're at. Um, picking up Giovanni Bernard was Hope a so. home run of a free free agent signing for them. I think so. And I know because I watched Bernard for years. Um, I, I don't know. I just I think there was teams that got really good, but, you know, Cincinnati just bungle, bungle's going to bungle. I think for, for but potential. We'll I think for just overall potential of what they took in the draft, I think, like, let's say every guy you pick ends up doing exactly what you want them to do, like there are no busts. I hate to say it, but I think Chicago nailed it. Just, this is, but this is Go why. They, they needed a quarterback. Yep, they right? sure did. And they didn't give up a ton to move up 10 spots. They gave up a first round next year, right? But then they backed it up with two solid offensive linemen mm-hmm. and that's kind of where they suck that defense I, if if Justin Fields 
does not turn out to be like every other Ohio State quarterback ever drafted. It's the second coming of Tom Tupa? Uh, maybe, or Mike or late, Or the great Arch Schleister? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I, but or you know Cardale what I mean? Jones? I'm surprised they didn't trade up to take Mac Jones. I'm telling you, Mac Jones. I think Mac, I, dude, New England absolutely just sat there and another, hey, if, if, if potential is what it's about, another stud fell in just, their lap. Just like the bungle's going to bungle. Belichick gonna Belichick, I, and he just unbe- fucking Jedi mind tricked the entire league. Just sat there and said, "That's my guy." No one else can pick him. This is not the quarterback you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> just I want you to pass on the national championship quarterback <laughs> that Nick Saban called the smartest quarterback to ever play at Alabama. Just let him go. Take Justin Fields, the running quarterback, which we all know how the Ohio State quarterbacks turn to pan out in the NFL. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll be able to pay him in tattoos. Hey, as a as a Lions fan, fucking great pick, right? Great pick, nailed it, nailed that pick. Yes, nice job. I do like what Detroit did. I do like what Tampa did. I don't think Tampa did anything flashy, but what I saw don't Tampa, have to when you're the defending Super Bowl champs and bring back all 22 starters. Maintain. That's and, it. Yep. What I saw them do for the first time since ever since I've been a Tampa Bay fan is they were able to use the draft to plan for the future, and that is where the draft is I think for teams the most successful. I, it, yeah, cuz if you if your team is that bad that a guy you picked that's 19 years old has to step in and he's got to be the reason you win, you're doing something wrong. Trust me, as a fan of two teams who I are Detroit North and Detroit South or Cincinnati South and Cincinnati North, um first round draft picks are more bust than anything. I hate to say this. Remember the great Kajana Carter? Oh, he was incredible. How about Achilles Smith? Even better. Right? I mean, Jeez. when they picked him that How about year. Eric Ebron? When they picked him that year, I just went Oof. with Achilles Smith. Ebron at least had talent and at least went somewhere else and was able to play. Uh, what was I don't know what that was about, but regardless. He's um, dropped more he's dropped more balls than a Cub Scout troop. True. Hitting puberty. Just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, easy, easy. There we go. Can't have shit laying on the bell. That's a federal um, fi- federal crime. I mean, an insert five wide receivers Detroit has taken in the first round over the past 15 years. Oh, it, it's, Matt Millen absolutely just destroyed oh, the your worst. franchise. Destroyed oh, your franchise. Hey. What do you think of the Trey Lance pick? Dan Campbell's coming back. I, I don't get it. Again, Mac. 318 <laughs> passes as a college quarterback. That's yeah. the fewest ever by a quarterback drafted in the first round. So let's take him second overall over Mac Jones. Third, yeah. Third, but Third, still. Yeah. But still, over Mac Jones. I, I, I mean, that's why we're sitting here in, at your house and not running NFL teams, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that they need a quarterback because Garoppolo, Garoppolo can't stay healthy. But I feel like if you want a quarterback because your quarterback can't stay healthy, why would you go with someone like Trey Lance when you know Mac Jones is sitting right there, who is the spitting image of what Shanahan would usually want as a quarterback, right? I, that that really surprised me. I don't get really it. surprised me. I don't get it either. I don't get it. So I was watching. I, I got. We'll get into the, what I did this weekend in a minute. But I was watching. Um, I was watching the third the third day of the draft on Saturday. I was just sitting around with my parents, and I was having some beers, and we had it on in the background. And I saw a stat come across the TV that absolutely broke my heart for you. It absolutely broke my heart. Now, granted, you your football, your pro football doesn't have to be as good as like my pro football because you've had the joy of growing up and watching Michigan win a lot. You've had the goal of or the joy of watching four Stanley Cups. The second longest streak 
in the NFL without winning a playoff game is Detroit Lions. 29 years. I was at that one. Do you know who the longest streak is at 30 years? Um, I mean, everything changed because the Jets won one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Browns won. Mm-hmm. God, it was glorious to beat the Steelers the way they did. They absolutely Chris Brown them. It's staring you right in the face. Um, Detroit North and Detroit South. Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. because their last time was 1989. 30. I was like, God damn, no wonder he watches hockey. Yeah. <laughs> 89 was a good year, too. My Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Michigan basketball is national champions. Michigan football won the Rose Bowl, beat USC. Um, I mean, shit, that was, that was a good year for me. Yeah, it I was. Mean, sort of. Yeah. Except for watching Tim Crumry's ankle do circles. Was that the first one or was that the second? I thought, I thought that was the first one. 81 was the first one. 89 was the second one. That's where they lost to uh, Joe Montana on the last drive. Yeah. Yeah. And in the first one, they lost to Cincinnati as well, didn't they? They, or lost, to they lost to the Niners on a fourth and short in the Pontiac Silverdome. That's when I started watching the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, good, good enough. Anyway, um, I hope that your team did well in the draft if you follow it. If you want to hear us uh, hang out with Mike's buddies and make some picks and some jokes and fuck off, there's a five-and-a-half-hour live stream on YouTube that you can go watch. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that I, on I, I don't recommend it. I don't think I'm going to turn it into an audio file because I just don't think people are interested in listening to it. That was but more for us. Yeah, it's there if you want to listen to it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll definitely adjust that next year. Yep. Jesus Christ. Fuck you, NFL. Yeah, that sucks. Doing See, that no, shit on a seriously. Night. It, it does. Fuck you, NFL. It's just like a national championship game on a Monday night or all Ruined that a perfectly good Saturday NFL event for everybody. And then they just say, hey, guess what, working class? Because just like, just like everybody else, they don't give a fuck about you. They only give a fuck about how much money they can put in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Screw them. All right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Yeah. So I learned something fun. What'd you learn? A magic trick. You learned a magic trick. Well, I'm stealing a magic trick. Okay. So take the piece of paper you got. I have mine right here. All right. Don't let me see. Okay. I want you to pick a number. You can play along at home. Okay. Got the number in your head? Yep. All right. Times it Times it by two. Any number? And I mean, with let's say one through 50. Okay. All right. You got a number? Yep. All right. Double it. Okay. Okay. Subtract, subtract fifteen. Okay. And then write your number down. All right. Okay. Do you have your number? I have my number. Is it firmly implanted it's in your firmly. head? Which which one number? The end number or the, my number? The final number. Okay. Your your final end my number. Final end number. Okay. You got your number? I got my number. All right. What's your number? Seven. Seven. Yeah. But it's still firmly ingrained in your head, right? Yep. Good, because that's where it's going to stay, because I'm no fucking magician. <laughs> You're <a> dick. <laughs> All right. My piece of paper said no effing clue. Yeah, I totally stole that. I, I saw it last week. No, that's all right. That's funny. Like, that's, that's pretty good. good. I, thought, I thought you were going to do something. Because I thought I was going to see something great, too, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm using that on Greg. Thanks for wasting my time, asshole. I'm using that on Greg. Yeah. Sounded good, though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Like, oh shit, he's gonna pull something really cool out of this. Yeah, I was. I was. Imp- Thanks for you know killing a tree. No, not not hardly. You you could have just straight up told me what's your number. Hey, just throw that piece of paper in the trash. There you go. <laughs> I think I missed. You did. I'll get it. Well, I'm no LeBron. Yeah, who is? 
Hey, did you did you hear him? I'm holding out hope he gets a helicopter. Did you hear him yesterday? Mm-mm. No, of course not. I don't pay attention to that. Clown. I don't pay attention to it either. But when it comes across like all the 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 meat, the news feeds and everything, I always have to read to see what it says. So, you know how the NBA is working with their playoffs this year? They've changed they've changed their playoff seating to what they have what are going to be called play in games, and it's much like the NCAA tournament. Those clowns. So no, I actually think this is a really good idea. So typically in the NBA, the East and the West, you have seeds one through eight, and then eight plays one and mm-hmm. blah, 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 just like hockey. Okay. Well, what they've done is because, number one, their ratings are falling. like uh, They're dropping like balls in a Cub Scout. You know, <laughs> they're, 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 The ratings are really, really down. Imagine what they, that. What, yeah, no shit. What they decided to do at the beginning of the season is now one through six are locked in. Okay. Seeds seven and eight play each other in a one game seeds nine and ten play each other in a one game okay and then those two winners play each other in a one game okay okay so now instead of it just being one through eight the they have more teams that have the opportunity to make it to the playoffs which brings more interest to a lot of the later season games because you have 20 teams in the mix instead of 16 okay well Everybody was fine with it. Just expand your goddamn playoffs. Well, but but that's the thing. The playoffs are already so long in NHL and NBA. Okay. They don't want to expand the playoffs because... The NBA is so long because they go three or four days in between goddamn games. They do. They'll, NHL they'll, is every other night. They do. They, but And also, they start out seven-game series. Right. I think, I think the NBA is seven-game series in round one, where NHL is five games in the first round. No? Seven. Seven? Okay, so they changed that. Regardless, but they're they do, every other night. Regardless, they do have too much, because they'll play like a Monday and a Wednesday, and then they won't play again until Friday, Sunday, which is whatever. But they don't want, also, if you do that, now you bring the extra games in, and it's that much longer, and the season's too long, and now we can't play because we're tired. That garbage. Yeah. So... So that so everybody was fine with this play in idea, like, hey, that's great. Now we're gonna get the opportunity if we if we start off rough or we have a bad streak, we'll have a play in. I'm sensing a however. Well guess a guess however. What, guess what happened to the Lakers this weekend? What had happened was what had happened was is they lost this weekend. Okay. And that made them, as of right now, the number seven seed. So now the Lakers as as of right now are in a playoff game, a play-in game situation. Oh, that's beautiful. Which means it's a one and out. LeBron, his quote. Oh, boy. This this shit better get somebody fired. It was okay when you didn't have to play in the game, wasn't it, LeBron? So hold on. Now he has a problem. Yep. I didn't get what I wanted. So somebody else should get fired. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe you should play better and not be the seventh fucking seed. Here's an and idea. And then you wouldn't have to worry about it. Stop chasing cops and play fucking basketball. You you oh oh are you not the number one seed to give me to Lebron? We so sorry. We... God, I get tired of hearing this fucking guy. I I hate him. I can't stand him. I if I I see I know it's horrible, but if we had a helicopter situation, I wouldn't lose a minute of sleep did, over it. Did, did you hear what Rodman said no. about LeBron? No. Somebody asked him if if Le, if if they would have been able to if the Bulls would have been able to guard it. He says, <sighs> number one, Scottie Pippen would have shut him down. Yep, because he was a better defensive player than LeBron, and he says number two. Yep, he would only come my way once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because Robin would have knocked him on his ass. Can you imagine him playing against the bad boys. <sighs> imagine him playing against the Bulls or the Bulls, any, or the Celtics. Celtics Robert Parish, Ewing, Patrick any, Ewing, Elijah Wan, Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley would have murdered him. Yeah. 
literally so, in the paint murdered him. It cracks me up about how they say we don't get to play enough and we have to play too much and we need to be able to take breaks and we're only making $100 billion. But then when they do something to improve the league so that they can pay you more money and give you time off, you didn't get what you want. So now all of a sudden, oh, somebody better get fired. Shut up Fuck and dribble. Off. Shut up and dribble. I know he hates that term, but I love it. Shut up and dribble. If I want to listen to your racist bullshit, I'd watch CNN. There's a lot of people that are they're tired of it, and for the same reason you say it, I just hey, it's it's not that it's not important to me, but that's not why I watch it. Look at the ratings falling every year. Yeah, last year I think was the lowest rated fa- finals in a long time. Yeah, good. As long as the Nets win the championship, because I got money on them in Vegas. Hey, smart play. 175 bucks. I mean, I'll take it. Right. And you could win how much? 175. Oh, you could. Okay. I hey. put down. I put down 25. I think, and it was fair enough. Hey, that's half a PS5. If I can ever find them, I told you when you're ready, I'll find you one. I'm on it. I need a couple weeks. That, no, hey, like I said, when you're ready, hey, listen. listen you the bottom throw up line the is, bat signal, and the, I will find you one. The bottom line is, is if if you end up getting Borderlands three for <laughs> I'm free, I'm so cocky about this like because were, I found one. <laughs> like you were talking, if you find Borderlands three for free, like you were talking, it's not. I looked today. Uh, I, was, I was heartbroken. Heartbroken. Fuck. That's all right. I mean, well, I'll you still, bought me. You bought me Call of Duty. Maybe I'll have to buy you Borderlands. I mean, has the paper even come off of it yet? Call of Duty? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm All like right. I'm like three quarters of the way through the solo missions. Oh, fantastic! I, I just I suck, dude. It's dude. You gotta play it. You but don't have see, time. Okay, but this is what I don't understand. Call of Duty and Borderlands Three play the same way. Yes, Borderlands First Three. First person shooter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Borderlands Three is a, a, a more elaborate with the weapons and the crazy shit they do, but it's about aiming them in your sights and shooting them. Right. I play Borderlands Three as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Well, I suck at Borderlands Three too, apparently. <laughs> It's not about being, it's just about playing a game and having fun. That's all. Oh, I know. I, I get it. I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying. I play, I play the Call of Duty with the kid all the, all the time. And you said duty. The duty. <laughs> and it's it can get frustrating. You're like, look, man, I, I, I work for a living. Okay. I, I don't have time to, to, to be the 10 year old gamer and put in eight hours a day. 10 year old, 27. Just to be good. 27 year old. Um, you know what I mean. Living in a mama's basement. Yeah. Mom, meatloaf. Um, <laughs> or if you could be like my freaking son and just be naturally gifted at anything you pick up and just automatically be awesome at, um, that's him. Because, I mean, he, shit, he puts in time too. So, yeah, you just got to. Jacob was the same way. You when just got to forget about it. it and have fun. That's all. Ash is good at it. Yeah bastard i mean i he's I, not listening so i can make fun of him yeah dude we were out fishing this weekend mm-hmm. i went to my parents lake place this weekend here we're at lake wales okay so up off the Kissimmee chain yep um great bass fishing great speck fishing in the winter huge um, no wait i'm thinking of fort pierce never mind yep uh ash caught like a five and a half pounder five pounder caught a really nice bass that sunday morning nice but i'm out on the boat with that crazy son of a bitch and my dad mm-hmm. and he had me laughing so fucking hard i couldn't fish Fantastic. Singing songs, making up the wrong lyrics. Uh, just, it was a good weekend. That's good. It was a good weekend. You needed that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just came off a month and a month and a half of not doing shit. But I. <laughs> yeah, but still, you, you needed some fun time. Speaking of which, got back on the exercise train today for the first time since I was sick. My plan is to be tomorrow. Because I've been having a lot of issues with just catching my breath. I don't. I'm not sick, but like if I exert myself, I just. 
It was not pleasant. The cardio was low. Is that what you're saying? It was. My wind was okay, but my legs. I felt like I was dragging. I felt like I was in the Godfather trying to drag two bodies to a trunk. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's tomorrow's the day for me. I'm getting back into it. For one, we're only two months away from Fourth of July, which means going to be on the boat out in the water. Yeah, want to look good this year. Hockey starts up in two months, so it's time to start building the cardio for That's that. That's the big one right there. Because I'm taking that shit serious now. Um, so, yeah, it's... Where's my jersey? Um, I'm still putting that together, waiting for sponsor info from said okay. owners of company. Sponsor info? Yeah. Like, I, I know there's no way they're going to sponsor the whole team, but I'm hoping to get... Oh, how much they, they want to pay. How much they're going to kick looking, in so I can... people looking for... Uh, they were looking for sponsors to put their, like, patch on the, on the shirt or something. No, I, I did that myself. I, I went right after... Right, the conversation came up at work with the two owners, and was like, "Hey, you know, if you guys are sponsors, have any?" Like jokingly thinking, "I'll just I'll throw that line in the water." Yeah, nice. And then he just kind of laughed and said, "Yeah, just give me the info." Hmm, I'll do that. So I did, and I'm uh, got a little heads up today. They're we're going to get together on it, and hopefully, I'll hear something this week. Nice. What does it cost to register a team for those hockey intramural leagues? Thirty one hundred bucks. Yeah, for the season. But you got to remember, Holy if, you, fuck. if you split that up between, you know, 10 to 13 players, we don't need jerseys. You know, I'm hoping to get at least the jerseys covered, which would be a huge help there. So, I mean, it's it averages out. It, it'll cost like 320 bucks to, per, per person to play for the season. Now, it's 12 games and playoffs. You know, and ice time ain't cheap. But yeah, it's why is it so expensive? Because of the ice, ice time. Ice, I mean, God, to damn. maintain a rink is not cheap. I think our softball dues when we were playing there with the church was like one hundred and twenty dollars for a season. Well, yeah, they got a tractor that just grades the dirt and they cut yeah. the grass. But yeah. I mean, you're talking ice upkeep, zamboni maintenance, and all. I mean, well, it, I, it's, can, I got some. I got some ice out here. I'll donate. Yeah, no shit. I, I can make <laughs> some. I mean, I'll buy bags of ice all day long. I'll bring bags every week. Wow, third so, three. Yeah. So, so if so if it's ten people, if you have ten people playing, which you should have more than that, really, you need fourteen or fifteen, don't you? No, that's too many. You you don't want to split it up so there's so many people on the bench. I mean, we do like to play. Um, ideally, you know, five on the ice, five on the bench, a goalie. Is, is pretty good because you got two lines of defensemen switching, which is four there. You got two lines of forwards in the center, so there's six there. So, I mean, it, t- 10 is usually the sweet spot. So, All we'll right. see. I'm excited about right. it. And well, I, I want to take it serious and actually be able to skate a few shifts without feeling like I'm going to die. I'd love to be able to sponsor you with the podcast, but. I mean. Oh, well. Someday we'll, someday. S- someday we'll have that big shot we have, money. We have. We have other things that we have to pay for right now. Yeah, for sure. So boxes, yeah. boxes to go overseas. Boxes to go overseas. You know, the reason, the whole reason we do this. It's true. Yeah, it's true. True story. That stuff will be packaged up by the end of the week. That and I believe there's a Funko Pop going out to the first listener to text me. Yeah. Ryan, yeah, uh, listen, it. Ryan, when you hear this, the oh. package is coming in. It's going to be Ryan Fan, because I had no idea what your last name was, and I had to have a name Ryan for the shipping. Is this it right here? No, I already oh, okay. shipped it. Already shi- oh, I shipped it's already it shipped? Yep. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to act like this is it. See, it's on the way, Ryan. 
<laughs> that that actually is one. It's just not his. Well, I'm, so I was fifty. You were good enough. Yeah. So uh, it's I sent it out two day priority today, so he should have it Wednesday or Thursday. Nice job. Congrats, when get, Ryan. When, when you get it, send a picture of of it with you to us because I'd like to put it on the website if you're all right. He with did it. say he would. Oh, awesome. So awesome. I I will uh, shoot him a message on my way home. Now he told us he told us that the only Funko Pop worth having. The only Funko Pop was Grogu. Great answer. And I took it a step further for you, buddy. It's not just Grogu. It's a special Grogu. So yeah. there you go, kid. It's going to knock your socks off when you get it. Hell yeah. Can't wait for the picture. Yeah. That'll be good. It will be good. That'll be fun. So mm-hmm. um, shit. Really kind of a slow week, hey, to be honest with you. Slow week. But you know what? We've put up some big hours the past few weeks, so it's okay. Not yeah. every week has to yeah. be a fucking two-hour marathon. What? What? What do you mean? <laughs> what? I thought that was in the bylaws. Who said that? Son of a was bitch. Was it in the manual? I could have been getting by on 45 minutes for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Greg, you could have. Yeah, you Absolutely. <laughs> you got anything special? That's all I got. That's all you got? I mean, summer's here. Todd's balls out today. It's here. The cold fronts are gone. It's here. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like 97 Wednesday. I miss them already. I know, right? We were sitting at the lake this we were we were sitting at the lake this weekend and my parents have a, a place up there and it's to have a over, you know, it's a screened in patio and everything. And you would have moments where the breeze would kind of come through and you're like, "Oh, that's nice." And then the breeze would stop and you're like, "Nah, fuck this. Let's go inside." Yep, I'm out. Oh, it was so bad. The good news is the bay water's already up to 84. So beach beach weather has officially started because now I can go in the water. I don't do shit under eighty two degrees. I don't blame you. I'm warm weather spoiled. I, you, well, warm water spoiled. Yeah, because sixty five degree water. <laughs> I don't know. Our first few years here from Michigan, we were swimming all the way into November. Well, yeah, because you guys are used to it from Michigan. A little spoiled now. Little blood is significantly thinner. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, he even Brady after one season said. I don't want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I grew up in. It'll get you. Yeah, it will. This, it will. This weather will spoil you. Well, I got um, I got triple trivia. All right, well, fuck it. Let's do that. All right. You remember the last movie? No. Psycho. No. Psycho. We never did Psycho. Big Silly. It's true. Never saw it. He was an actor on Saturday Night Live. Woody. No. Dan Aykroyd? He was the name of an actor on Saturday Night Live. I don't remember. Mike Myers. Halloween. Oh, oh that's right. We did okay. Halloween. Halloween, that's right. Okay. Uh, this was the last feature film released on Laserdisc Home Video for the Criterion Collection. Wait a minute. Or which Halloween? Is it the newest Halloween? It was the newest Halloween. Okay. Uh, Halloween 2018. Correct. This was the last feature film released on Laserdisc Home Video for the Criterion Collection, which began producing Laserdisc editions of films in 1984. The company then migrated over to producing DVD editions of their film library, making it Criterion Collection Laserdisc number 384. You will probably not get it from that clue. I will not. Because I'm trying, still trying to think of the people that were in Halloween. Okay, we can take a second. Who um, do you got? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis. And Judy Greer. That was the link between Planet of the War of the Planet of the Apes and Halloween. And Judy Greer was great, by the way. She is very underrated. Uh, um, ridiculously underrated. I was so mad at her through the whole movie. I'm like you dumb bitch, just listen. Yeah, right. Just listen. Listen to your mother. But she did not. And guess what? And guess that, what? And guess what? You guess got what you. Yeah, absolutely. You deserved it. Yeah, you did. Should have listened to Lori. Bitch. Dummy. 
I can't remember. Did she die at the end? No. No, she didn't die. They got it. It was her and her son. They got out when the house blew up. It's her daughter or her son? It's her daughter. daughter. It's so it's Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter and Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter. Right. Got away on got the away. truck at the end. Yes. Okay. Um yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer are the two that I remember. They are not the link. Of course they're not. All right, go ahead with the next clue. The dog in the opening was trained to specifically destroy Godzilla dogs dolls. The dog in the opening was was trained to specifically destroy Godzilla dolls. They shipped the dog onto the set at the price of $20,000 a day. They had to hold cardboard boxes up in front of the Godzilla dolls to keep the dog from destroying them until it was time. The director also notes that, as a rule, you never kill a dog. Well, it's not Stephen King. That's true. It's not the guys that did John Wick. Shit. I'm trying to... 1984? Is that part of the... No, that's just when the okay. the laser disc company started making laser discs. All right. They this was the last laser disc. The Criterion Collection, I guess, is like it's when they, they take they take they take the regular version of it and then they put it on the disc and then they put deleted scenes and I've seen one Criterion version of a movie and it was Armageddon. In the scene with Bruce Willis and his father in the movie, yeah, why that was not in the theatrical release, as we always say, was fucking criminal. What one hundred? Because it was an amazing scene with the, him going to see his dad before he was going to take yep, off. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, they do the director's commentary and actor's commentary and everything. Movie studios are so stupid. Um. All right, I don't know. All right. See the third one. I'm not quite sure because I, I. I I don't know that any of them will really straight up give it to you, but... Uh, you, may, you, you may have me this week. I can't... Because I'm trying to remember a movie where a dog destroys Godzilla dolls. And for some reason, it sounds familiar, but I don't know why. This one should give it to you. The director had the actors write their list of demands on the papers from which the lead character read. Um, shit. Airheads? No. I have no idea. And none of them want to pay taxes. Oh, Armageddon. Are you kidding me? No. Criterion, and it was Armageddon. Yes, you did. You didn't see my face when you said that. I just started laughing because I, I thought you had it. Kept thinking it was an older movie. No, uh, it was Armageddon. Laserdisc threw me off of that. That, that. That's why. But yeah, I that is the only Criterion version of a movie that I've seen. And I didn't when I even, saw that scene, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I didn't even know that that scene existed until today, and I watched it, and I'm like, why is this not in the movie? Great it was, scene. It was incredible. And the old man that played his dad? Great. Yes. NASA shows this film during their management training program. New, I have heard that. New managers are given the task of trying to spot as many errors as possible. At least 168 have been found. <laughs> Bruce Willis has said that he did not care for Michael Bay's directing style and refuses to work with him again. Imagine Gee, that. Yeah, imagine that. So what shocker. How, so how different was his directing style from Kevin Smith's? I uh, more explosions? Prima Donna. I uh, it, it totally. I mean, he's good, but he also does, you know. You Mike, don't get a reputation like that on accident. True. When asked why he did this film, Steve Buscemi replied, "I wanted a bigger house." <laughs> I mean, fair enough. 
Michael Bay thinks Armageddon is his worst film. I will apologize for Armageddon because we had to do the whole movie in 16 weeks. Oh, poor LeBron. He told the Miami Herald in 2013, it was a massive undertaking. That was not fair to the movie. I would redo the entire third act if I could. Why? Ah. By the time of its release, this was Walt Disney Company's highest grossing live action film. I saw it like four times in the theater. It was, I, I love it. I'm is part it, of that large it, revenue. Is it factually correct? Who cares? No. Is it good? Yes. Absolutely. This film is included on the film critic Roger Ebert's most hated list due to the film's fast pace and due to the film's fast pace and quick style editing. Roger Ebert called it the first 150 minute trailer. So what? I, I don't understand it because I actually have always really respected his opinion as a as a film critic. But when Tommy Boy and Armageddon are on your most hated list, dude, what's wrong with you? I mean, what are you doing? What critics are we doing here? insist upon themselves. They insist upon they insist themselves, upon Lois. Themselves. <laughs> I hate critics. Uh, cr- critics are, are there for nothing more than to shit on movies that everybody loves and praise movies that nobody's seen. I don't hate critics. I just wish that they would come down off of their throne. It's, it's okay. If you don't like a movie, that's fine. That doesn't mean you have to say it's a piece of shit. It just means you don't like it, which ironically is one of the main things about Susan I's podcast. She has me watch stuff that I wouldn't like, and I mm. may not like it, but I can still respect it. You know Godfather, I mean? perfectly good example for me. Yeah. Not my thing. Not going to shit on it because I've, I've, I recognize its importance in the movie industry, I guess, is the, le- is the least snobby way to say it. Not every movie is for everybody. It's an important movie. I respect that. I understand that. I acknowledge that. It's just right. it's not my bag. It's if not they, my thing. It, it, now, on the, on the, having said that, I can also acknowledge if somebody says Howard the Duck, not a good movie, you're right. It's yeah, not it's, it's not a good movie. It's not, but you also have to take into account when it came out. Yeah. We're rewatching it now, not taking into account that back then we were younger and that shit was cool. There are bad movies that hey, should be called bad movies. Duck titties. Yeah, that was weird. Where else are you going to see duck titties? Super weird. That was a bad movie, but it was a bad movie. It wasn't a movie that you didn't like, therefore you just you shit all over it. But here, here's the difference, where, where I think that a lot of things get lost on us now or critics or whatever. At that time, we didn't think it was a bad movie. Howard the Duck? Yeah. Yeah, we did. At that time, I didn't. I was a kid. Oh, it was so bad. I didn't think it was horrible. I, I saw it at the theater with a group of friends. I think I saw it. It was 87, 86, 87. Uh, I, was in I, my, I, was, I was in my mid-teens. I'll, I'll say 80s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just, I, just, I just didn't enjoy it. But there was a lot of bad 80 movies that I liked. So I, I, I was like, ah, it just there, wasn't for me. There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. That's all I got, except if you want to get into the bag, which let's, is not that big this week. Let's do the sack. All right. Let's. Let's. Um. Starting off with something I wanted to get your thoughts on. I sent you a screenshot that the Dungeons and Dragons movie has started filming. I personally played Dungeons and Dragons with my two cousins for about a summer. It, I'll, I put it this way. We we got into it. We tried to play it or whatever. Um, probably not to the level that you're going to get into, but you know, we would draw out our own characters, come up with names and all that stuff. And it, it was a good time, but it was just me and my two cousins who we hung out quite a bit, um, all pretty much the same age. Um, I know there was a TV movie, if I remember correct, years and years ago. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't a, it wasn't a Dungeons & Dragons movie. It was a movie about Dungeons & Dragons. Tom Hanks was in it, but, where, they, where they freak out and they, yeah. 
I, I vaguely remember. Yeah, they it. shit. They shit all over Dungeons and Dragons. They vaguely like Dungeons and Dragons was like a demonic portal to. So my question is, you being borderline expert on this on the subject, how do they do this movie and get it right? And how do they market this movie towards people that are not familiar with it, like you are, and try to get? I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. I'm going to go see it, but. How do they do this to drag people in and say, hey, you you know, people have been teasing and making fun of Dungeons and Dragons for years and years for dorks and nerds. I don't I'm not in that same group because I've played it or whatever. I can see where it would be fun if you have the right group of people. But making a movie about a game where you're making shit up as you go. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, here I'll start I'll start where I feel at the beginning. The thing that makes me that makes me laugh about people making fun of Dungeons and Dragons is some of the biggest video games in history, uh, Borderlands, Call of Duty, um, Diablo, games like that where you... Doom. Doom. Where as you get stronger, you get bigger powers. Oh, Duke Nukem. That is 100% what Dungeons & Dragons is. Right. The only difference is, is that you did it with a pencil and a paper in your imagination. Right. And there are games out there like the Elder Scrolls. You know what? Red, 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 Dead, Red Dead Redemption. Look how big that game is. Oh, it's a total. So good. It's wide open, free form. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. You want to go run moonshine? You can go run moonshine. You want to rob trains? You can rob trains, right? And I do. Right? That's Dungeons and Dragons. It is free form. You get to do whatever you want. So that was the allure to me was that you were with your friends and you guys were just you were just having fun. You'd make it up as you go. You had certain rules about what you could do and how successful you could be doing it. But you know, you fought some stuff. You got some loot. You know, you, you're playing Borderlands. The whole the whole thing is you, you're farming that guy so you can get that certain drop. That's that's right. what you're playing. Gotcha. A movie to me will really be nothing more than Lord of the Rings. Okay, I was I'm fucking reading my mind because I was just going to say it feels like. They did this with Lord of the Rings, and it was amazing. They, they kind of did. The, the really the only difference was that, um, like when Aragorn got the sword, that was he he wasn't a better fighter. He just had a magical sword. You know what I mean? Like as you progress in Dungeons and Dragons, your skills get better. It's easier to hit. Excalibur, King's yeah, King Arthur, Excalibur, thing, things like that. So the the last Dungeons and Dragons movie they they did. To my problem with it was number one this is going to come off as bad, but it's not supposed to sound bad, was they had the Wayans brother, who I happen to find very funny, mm-hmm. but I don't remember Ghetto being in the 1400s or the 1200s. You know what I mean? They had him... You don't? No. They, they <laughs> just... It's okay for him to be funny, but he, did, he didn't need to be like he was from the streets of New York City. That was... Right. It, and it re- that really took me out of it. Yep. Also, it just wasn't a good story and it wasn't well produced. All right. So let's let, let's focus on the new one. The new one. Is there... Here's a question for you. Is there is there stuff that they can put in this movie that longtime Dungeons & Dragons players are going to go, oh, sh- oh, I know what they did there. I know, I know who that is or what that is. Or is the game so broad and... Up individually, you make up the games individually. If I'm if I'm describing this right, yeah, that it's impossible to do. It's not impossible to do, but if you try and give a lot of Easter eggs that have to do with like people in Dungeons and Dragons, you're going to have to have the big ones that are like names in the the world, like maybe they've been in books, not necessarily in modules. There's like a there's a a, a vampire Ravenloft who you could put in, and there's like, but it would be really It'd be a really small core of people that those Easter eggs would be for. 
Now, if you wanted the Dungeons & Dragons fans or people to have it, you could basically start off where you just have a group of people that are adventuring and as they're adventuring they learn skills or you know what i mean i don't mm-hmm. i don't quite know how they're going to do it because I, I don't know how you're going to be able to almost like almost like a, a marvel movie where you start off with someone who like cap captain america he wasn't really captain america until three quarters of the way through right the first avenger so i i don't, I don't know what they're going to do I, I think it's going to be a lot of i think it's going to be a, fa- a, a lord of the rings wannabe as long as they stick to the classes, the basic classes, you know, the fighters and the clerics and the the magic users and the thieves and is stuff that like common that. enough where the, the everyday players are going to recognize? Yeah, it? I think so. Okay, All right. I think so. It also depends on. There's like what six editions or seven editions of Dungeons and Dragons rules now, where they have different classes and paladins and knights and I don't. I don't. It's all know. over the place. Yeah, I, I I just I think if you just stay true to trying to make it a good movie where you have a good story and there's and there's good action. You know what I mean? I think we're going to enjoy it. I'd like to see them build it up, but do they, also... Do they incorporate the game into the movie? I don't know. Or is, is I, that, I, I don't is that know. tricky? It, it would be tricky. Like Jumanji. People playing the game and all of a sudden they get thrown into the game? No, probably not. Because it's already been done. Yeah, it would It would kind of be... It would basically just be Jumanji. Take you out of it. And instead of going into, you know, moving forward like they did with The Rock and Kevin Hart where it was a video game, now you're moving backwards and it's the pen and paper game. So I don't, I, I don't know. Or I, what I, if they get sucked in there and they're just there? There's no... Like, not now you're, you're stuck. You're there. Yeah. They had the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon that was on in the 80s that I loved. I think it was three seasons. And that's what basically happened to them. They were on a carnival ride and they got sucked in and they were looking for the dungeon master to help them get out i gotcha i i I don't know this is this is it's tricky this this is when i heard about it i was like okay well it could be good it could be a pile of shit it it, it, there's or it could be epic it could be incredible i mean it's i that was the first thing i thought i was like man i wonder how greg feels about this the thing about the Lord of the Rings is that you're so invested in Lord of the Rings because you have so many different groups of people and types of people that are united in one common goal. And in Dungeons and Dragons, the different races are not united in one common goal. In fact, they don't really like each other. Dwarves don't like humans. Humans don't like elves. Elves don't like goblins. Goblins don't like you know orcs. Oh, so it, it's Chicago. It's it's Chicago. <laughs> oh, all it right. is. So what are you going to have that brings these people together other than the fact? That they met up at a pub or an inn in a town, and the farmer's daughter got kidnapped by goblins, and now you all have to go together to get the reward. You know what I mean? Could the action be epic? It be could pretty be pretty sweet. It, it it could be. I, I I'm not going to poo poo it until I see it. Oh sure. I've I, gotten I've gotten better about that since you've come along. That I don't shit on it until I see it. Thank you. I appreciate you hearing me about it. I'm hey, not I'm worthy. Just, I'm not worthy. Just I mean, just here to you spread know, joy. That's all. Yeah, but I'm still I'm still going to be hard on it if it comes out and it's it's stupid. It, yeah, I I think that's again not being as knowledgeable in it as you are. But I just man, that's given that it's a game and that kind of a game where it's not like. Um, let's just say Monopoly, where you've got characters that you can... I mean, that was attempted at one point, but that that never ended up getting made. But Yeah, they, they, were, they went on that battle. After the battleship, they went on that thing where they were, they were going to do a Monopoly, and there was another one that they were going to do, too. I can't like, that a, sounded like a even Trouble worse. or Prop um, uh, something. But you've got something that's so broad and not specific that... I, I don't know. I hope it's good. Of course, I hope it's good because who doesn't love that whole kind yeah. of movie anyway? They have to. They have to. De- they have to develop the characters in this. This is a movie that even though you don't, uh, you don't go for acting. 
right. you're not going to see a 40 minute you know monologue by you know Carl and the fucking wizard they have to make they have to have you invested in these in these players in these characters they have to be doing something that you are like behind and in and I okay we'll see let me do this all right do impromptu it. top five list okay five most important aspects of the game you want to see in the movie uh, it can be real simple. If you want, okay. If you want it to be like Dungeons and Dragons, the most important one would be you need to see the characters increase in power and wisdom and knowledge okay. and stuff. Good. Um, you have to you have to incorporate how everybody they have what's called an alignment, um, good, neutral, or evil, and then there's chaotic, lawful, and and just whatever. So like, if you're chaotic, good, you'll do anything to further the cause of good, much like the guy the in peacemaker. Um, Peacemaker in Suicide Squad, whereas lawful good is Captain America. Okay, we can't do that. That's against the rules. Right. Yeah, but you're going to save millions of people. Yeah, but I'm going to I'm going to have to trespass. Breaks you know, my rule. Yeah, that type of thing. Okay, you, you have to incorporate that. Fair, and you have to have the characters stay in their lanes. Okay, the thief can't for just because they wrote themselves into a corner cast a fireball. Okay, that, that's the magic. So user's it's got to follow the rules. You, you, you need to follow the rules. Yes, the class rules. I yeah. should say. Yeah, I, I and um doesn't have to be all five. I just was yeah. looking for a couple. That's it. I mean, that's the things. Those are the most it's, important. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't care about who is what race or or, or what your reason is. As long as you just, if, if you're going to call it Dungeons and Dragons, otherwise you just you should just call it. We're going to make a fantasy movie. Right. So, just like Resident Evil shouldn't have been called Resident Evil. We're just going to make a somewhat half-ass zombie movie. One hundred. One hundred percent on point. One hundred percent. Nailed it. Which is the reason that nobody likes the Resident Evil movies the way they should like them. Are they fun to watch? Sure, but they're not Resident Evil movies. It's just Mila Jojovich half-dressed fighting zombies. They're not fun to watch because of the Resident Evil games. But we'll get to that. Uh, the next one. Let's just stick with games. I sent it to you today. The Borderlands movie mm-hmm. is yet another banger of a cast member that was announced, which there's is some, Gina Gershon. There's some people in this. I don't know the characters like you and Richard do, so that's why I, when I get these, I send them to you to yep. get your guys' input on it. Uh, this game is bringing some big names, or this movie, I should say. Yeah. This is a big time, I'm not going to say risk, but it's a big time chance they're taking on a video game movie where generally speaking, video game movies fail, but after Mortal Kombat, that's not the case anymore, I don't think. Yeah, but why do video games fail? Movies. No, video I mean, game- that, why do video game movies fail? I mean, in your opinion, why do they fail? Poor adaptations of them. Because there's... Now, I will like, say oh, this. We'll just put action in there and we're done. Now, I will say this. I went and saw Monster Hunter mm-hmm. and, in Dolby uh, recently. It's on my list. Past I, couple I months. I want to see it. I've played the game. It's just like the game. It's very simple. Yeah. You go hunt monsters. Yeah. I'm not trying to cure cancer here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's It's Mila Jovovich, who I will... Resident Evil side... Great action chick, actress. She's great at it. She's very good at it. She's very believable. She does a significant amount of stunts. I think she's a solid actress. I I, I have no problem with her. The Resident Evil series, I blame her husband. He's shit all over yeah. the greatest franchise in video game history, in my opinion. I, I, fair enough. So the Borderlands, or Borderlands, I should say, I've played a little bit of it. I don't remember which one it was that I played. Two. Was it two? Yep. Um, before you had to give the Xbox back that wasn't being used. Dude, that was a horrible story. <laughs> you ever wanted to punch a crackhead? That was that was my time, but I didn't. Um, the little bit amount of time that I played the game, I love the animation style. It's different. It was different than anything I've ever played before. The one character with the somewhat hockey mask, 
can't remember that it's just uh it's got like a round knob on the front yeah he's on all the covers uh, like i think that's, yeah, that's him right there that's uh that's actually craig i think is his name he's a psycho it, it's great it reminded me of mad max straight out of mad max is oh, what yeah. It reminds oh yeah me oh of. yeah totally they tote they 100 now in the first two they did in the in the third one they go to a bunch of different planets so it's not all mad max but everything in one and two is literally stolen from from uh road warrior yeah 100 uh, and and there's nothing wrong with that yeah, it was, there's nothing wrong great. with that um so i mean this movie is heavily into filming already it's funny when a movie's been filming for like seven months or six months or whatever it may be, and they say, oh, yeah, the movie just cast so-and-so. No, they didn't. Yeah. They're just now telling you're just, you. You're just leaking it, yeah. It's just now getting to be common knowledge. I personally think that video game movies fail because of two two main reasons to me. The first one is, you uh, let's let's take Doom, for, for example. Okay. okay? Great, great Doom, example. Doom was average. Okay. It did some good stuff. It did some crappy stuff. But the thing about Doom, but you it, know what? Go ahead, and I'll, I'll tell you why I think it failed. The thing, the thing about Doom was, Doom was a very linear game. It was a great game. It was so fun to play. But all you did was run through, kill the stuff, and get to the exit. That's it. So how do you make a movie out of that and stay and stay true to the game? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where Resident Evil failed because. They didn't stay true to the game. Correct. They, they, 100%. You, you had so many different things that you could do with Resident Evil. You could have made it spooky with some action and blah, blah, blah. Whereas Doom was literally just run around, blow stuff up. Scary and, stuff. And that's it. It'd be like making a Call of Duty game. Well, it was. it's you know it's called The Expendables. I mean, basically, you get right down to it. Absolutely. But there's a story there. Mm-hmm. So making a Call of Duty game would be tough because it's literally just... So... That's to me is why video games, video game movies fail. Is they either don't do enough to change the story, or make it where you're invested in the story, or they do so much that it's nothing like what you wanted. Mm-hmm. This movie, Borderlands, I don't know what their script is. I have no idea. It's all it's it's all characters from uh, from one and two because I don't remember Moxie being in the first one, but I haven't played the first one in forever. Right. Are you going to do the same story in the games? Or are you going to change change it? And, it? and if it's the same story in the games, well, I can go play that. Not that I wouldn't want to watch it. Also, if you change it, are you going to change it so much that it's not true to the story and they Resident Evil it? So, if you I see had what to I'm guess, at? if I had to guess, I think what I again just my guess, you stick with the premise of the first two games, but make something different so you can still enjoy it. It's just like The Walking Dead, perfectly yeah. good example. Yeah, I've read the comics. So, I mean, uh, and yeah, I couldn't wait to watch the show, but it wouldn't be as fun if they just followed it page for page. Yeah, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And they switched up some of the biggest moments, which made the show better. Here's here's my second question with the Borderlands game that I was actually thinking about today as you and Richard and I were talking about it. By the way, I do agree with Richard. I think Gina Gershon nails Moxie. Perfect. She could not... In the game, Moxie has got some... She's got some Oscar winners. Guns. Yes, Guns. So I don't know if Gina Gershon is that, but uh, on the other hand, they can they can fake that up if they yes, need to. Yes, we are talking about boobies. Yeah, yeah, Oscar winners. That's why I Oscar said Oscar winners. winners. Referring to last week. Hey, um, congratulations, Amy. Yeah, good Congra- job. Congratulations. congratulations. On, I hope, hopefully you can repeat next year. Oscar winner. Um, She's in the running. But but Already in, nominated. In Borderlands, none of these people that are in the movie are the main character. The player is the main character. Right. So is the Kevin Hart character the main character? Does he do everything? Because that's not the story. Right. So I'm really interested to see what they do with this. It is exciting to me when something is a movie is being made about something that you really, really like. Mm-hmm. 
For example, Resident Evil. Okay. There's a series coming out on Netflix, Resident Evil, that's taking place in Raccoon City when the virus hits. And it should. I cannot wait. Me either. That's going to be awesome. Cannot wait. So what I'm that's what we're going to call a segue. Nice. But before you go, go real quick, Borderlands, with the way that the game is, it cannot be anything less than R. Has to be. It's just like I do remember that from playing. It's just like the sport, it's just like the Mortal Kombat. It can it cannot be a PG or a PG thirteen rating because you want the kiddies to see it. They're already seeing it in the game. Mortal Kombat would have sucked if it was PG thirteen. Horrible. It'd have been it'd have been stupid. And and I hate to say it, it's violence for the sake of violence. It's violence for the sake of the source material of the game that we That's grew up playing. That's what made Mortal Kombat everybody wanted to play it. They exactly. wanted to see the blood. They fatalities. wanted to see the fatalities. So, Dude, that hat fatality yeah. still, and listen, everything, still stuck in my head. Everything everything in Mortal Kombat is really nothing worse than you see on Resident Evil or on uh, The Walking Dead. There's oh. really nothing worse there. You, no, you're, you're, Not, you're right. You're, so. you're totally right. Um, speaking of more, remind me to not leave here before I show you something before we leave on Voodoo. Okay. Or no, HBO Max, sorry. Um, Your segue into Resident Evil. I'm sorry that I ruined it. Nope. I did something special. Oh. I got an email back with a special link because I kind of dropped the name of the podcast All to right. get to play Resident Evil Village before it came out. Oh, shit. I made all that shit up. The, the, the demos on PlayStation Store. Oh, you should have just let people know. I was, <laughs> dude, I was excited for a second. You fucking ruined my day, man. No, the, they released a gameplay demo for the new Resident Evil Village, which comes out this Friday. It, granted, it's just a, I don't know, like a, say a 15 or 20 minute playthrough. You just have to escape the dungeon, get up into the mansion. It's a castle. It. I thought that came out last Friday. Um, I, I don't know. It's the demo. Cause you said you were going to be playing a lot. There was a couple different demos that came out. Okay. Uh, there's one, I, I just, I mean, like I said, I just downloaded it yesterday and, and played through it because I wanted to get a feel of how this game is going to get it regardless. Yep. Been looking forward to this one for a couple years now. Um, it had a lot of the same feelings that the first game did. It you're in a you're in a mansion. You, you hear shit. Um, you catch glimpses of people walking through cracks in the doors, and you open the door and there's nobody there. Uh, there's a lot of sound. I was playing with my Turtle Beach headphones on, so you hear shit behind, like whizzing by you, and there's nothing. Like I was so excited, and they showed you nothing. All I did was walk around, find keys, open doors, and then get killed when I opened the door to go outside. And then that's at the end of the demo. They're like, hey, thank you for playing. You're dead. Motherfucker. I was like, oh, God, is it Friday yet? It. I was so happy after playing essentially nothing but getting to see what the game looks like. Can't wait for Friday. What? What's the name of the game? Resident Evil Village. And they very cleverly put in Resident Evil Village, V-I-L-L, Resident Evil 7. Nice. Very well done. Um, it's it, it looks like a great return to that type of surroundings, I should say, with this big-ass castle. It says it's available April 18th. Oh, it releases this Friday. Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village release. Yeah. April 18th, 2021. Yeah, that's that. That's listen. The internet doesn't lie, Mike. Yeah, I, right. Um, 
I'll pull it up on my PlayStation app. But um, a- anyway, it comes out this Friday. Yeah, it's it's still a pre-order on and on uh, the pre-orders have been available for a while. But release date uh, May seventh, twenty twenty-one. I'm buying that shit when it comes out. Then I'll play it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was if you're a Resident Evil fan. And that's only on PS5, right? Uh, it is. No, it's on Xbox too. I, th- I believe it's on both. I-, I don't think that's an exclusive. I hope it's not because I hate to see other people not get to play it just because they have a different console, which I think is totally shitty. Yeah, they're showing Xbox right here available. Resident go. Evil Village, uh, Village Deluxe Edition. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, single player. There's no multiplayer, nothing like that. It's standard Resident Evil, um, you know, campaign play. But it's it looks fantastic. Excellent. Which goes into the. Uh, this is pretty much all video game theme this week because there ain't really shit else on TV or anything like that right now. Yeah. I Sunday was it yesterday? No, good good part of Saturday. Um. Pretty much laid up, not doing much. Was finally got a chance to dig in and play Ghost of Shushima. Shushima, T S U S H I M A. Okay, Shushima is how they pronounce it in the game. It is amazing. This is the best game I played since God of War. Okay, and God of War was uh, just an incredible game. If you if you ever play God of War, uh, parts of it, not not like all the way through. That is a game you need to play. I I don't know if it's even available for Xbox. I think that was a PlayStation. That was a PlayStation at the time. Yes. I don't think it's exclusive now, but um, this game it's it's John Wick with samurais is what it is. It, it's one samurai that survives the Huns who attack and kill everyone in their village, takes his this one samurai's dad hostage. So you've got this one guy going through fighting missions getting stronger, building up your armor. Um, the sword play, I was like, man, how are they going to pull off sword play in a game and make it not button mashing? They're very simple commands, maybe a couple triangles, a couple circles, you know, a couple three-button combos at, at the most so, so far. if you don't know geometry, you're fucked. Yeah, you're screwed. It's all about the angles. It is. Always is. The sword play is awesome. Like, because you're a samurai, you have to fight with honor. Oh, so you, there's a button that'll say standoff. So you hit the standoff button because if you if you sneak around in the shadows and kill people, like you'll get visions from your uncle who trained you. Samurais do not fight this way. They fight with honor. They look their opponent in the eye. You're like, okay, my bad. So you hit the standoff button. And it says, "Who wants to fight me?" Or like something like that. And then your samurai grabs a sword, and you wait for the other guy. Like all you do is you simply push and hold your triangle button. And as soon as that enemy flinches. You fucking unleash holy hell on them. One swipe, like from asshole to nose hairs. Nice. Just, and the animations go really slow. And it's it's awesome. It is an awesome, awesome game. All right. So when Ghost I get my PS5 Shishima. in a few months, I'll give it a whirl. I, I will tell you this. That's the first game you get. And I'm not even hesitating. Like that is the first game that you buy. Without a without question, okay, without a doubt. Uh, I'll, I will, I will try it. <laughs> there you go. That that's all I got this week. All right, wasn't much else going on. Hey, that's not, not a lot of gameplay this weekend. That's good. Good. Yep, that'll work. Gameplay works. Yep. Um. All right. Yeah. So last week we had a miscommunication on our top five list. We did. And I ended up doing five ways to make wrestling better, and you ended up doing. I am the captain now of the Grammys or the Oscars. Yeah, what an hey, what an Oscars performance too! By it the way, it was fantastic. Great awards. I mean, the proper people went home with the gold, right? Shout out to all the winners and nominees. Yep, that's so, an Oscar show I'd watch. I, I fuck yeah. One I did. So this week, 
<laughs> Multiple <Twice>. times. <laughs> so this week we flipped it. Yep. You're going to do the wrestling and I'm going to be the captain. Sure sure enough. So I'm excited to hear what your Oscar nominees and winners are. All right. I am. I'll let you go first. I'm going to let you go first. All right. I went first last week. All right. Um, by the way, speaking of my top five list, big week of wrestling this week. That's right. We need to talk about that. Holy shit. We need to talk about that. Cannot wait. And yeah, we, we can, because that'll lead right into my list. There are some other, there at the, I guess at the time the plan was to have the, um, blood and guts, the whole two hours, that one match, but that that's not the case. Thankfully that, that'd have been tough. There's a, there's a couple other matches going on. There's a couple other very big matches that, that they're doing, but the site of, I, I just can't wait to see this on regular TV because I think it's going to be awesome. They've been building up to it for now a couple months. Yeah. It feels like a couple months. It may not be quite that long, but close enough. Uh, Wednesday night's going to be a blast. Well, they've been they've had this inner circle pinnacle thing going on for... Three weeks? Three, th- three four weeks? A while. Maybe it's a month. A while. About a month, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, going to be awesome. God, it's going to be so good. I, I think, um, I mean, the good guy's got to lose. To keep this going on and on, like, because and that's if, Pinnacle, right? That's Jericho's crew. No, that's the Inner Circle. Inner Circle's Jericho. That's right. I think Jericho's guys got to lose, um, in a bad way, and then build that back up, and they come back at the pay per view we're going to. Selfishly, that's what I want to happen because I yeah. think that would be amazing. Well, the the stories, unfortunately, we hate to I hate to admit it, I hate to say it, but the stories work better and work longer when the bad guys win. They have to. Yeah. Absolutely they have to. Yeah. But you also you also have a situation now where this might be the good guys turn because there are so many heels that have belts in AEW right now. Most of the belts are are, are owned by heels. They are. About the only one that I can think of is is Darby. And he's and Darby he's, and he kind of plays the fence. Darby and uh Sheeta, the chick. Yep. So that that's it. So yeah, because the tags are the Young Bucks. And they and just turned heel. Kenny has the... Kenny's the, got like nine of them now. The big belt. He's got belts from other companies. Did I know, you notice for, that? Yeah, he's got the Impact belt. That's awesome. It, that's he's pretty cool. He's got a AAA belt from Mexico. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool what they're doing with him going to all these companies, taking all their belts. Yeah. So I, I think... But you can literally make an argument for it either way. And it's hard to not let Jericho win because he is such a big fan favorite. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So who knows? Uh, also, on that, you talked a couple weeks, we were talking about new music. I did listen to some Fozzie. Yeah, what'd you think? I think it's pretty good. Hey, I'm not saying they're Rush. I'm just saying, like, you know what they well, give me a feel like? that's good, because they're not. You know what it, <laughs> But, in I, purposely, I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. they're like a band you'd listen to in the 90s or the early 2000s. They are a 2010s rock band. That's and what they are. no rock bands like that anymore. Well, everyone either falls into alternative or like, there's very few there's, rock bands. There's some. There's not as many as there should be. You're right. That's my point. They they sound they their their music is styled a lot like Chevelle. Yeah. Uh, they, it's it's there's not a lot of guitar solos. It's got a it's got a good heavy beat. Um, the 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 vocals are 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 good. When I say basic rock band, that's not a knock. They're no, just, it's not. It's, it's a fun rock band. It's it yeah. It's it's, it's, it's what it is. Um. I do. I, well, I I said it wrong in the text that I don't think Judas is their best song. 
It's their most popular. Oh, but, because of yeah, the entrance. But they do have three or four more songs that I like a lot better than Judas. That doesn't mean I don't like Judas. Judas I is a good song. Totally know yeah. what you mean. So I, Painless we, is you one, were like, it, you were like, my God, my I thought it was a good song. I'm like, whoa, 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 I said that wrong. I said that wrong. Hold on. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I was just surprised that you and that you enjoyed them, honestly. I, I was expecting less than rave reviews. I like I like good music. I, listen, w- growing up on the hair bands and that that style with the guitar solos, I'm surprised there are not more guitar solos now. Mm-hmm. And when you do hear a guitar solo, you're like, wow, he really really hurt himself on that one because it was almost 16 seconds long. You know what I mean? Right. But it's the style of music now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest problem is is that when you do have a band that I like the music, the singer sucks. Right. Or it's all that garbage. I can't fucking stand that shit. Yeah. But they're they're solid. They're a good band all the way around. It's just fun. I throw it. It's on my Spotify. I play it every now and then. You know, when I'm driving, usually on Wednesdays, I I will play that album with 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 Judas on it. Um, I I actually I like the album. I like the album before that one better. Really? Yeah. He's got a few. I mean, they have a few albums now. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. And the, they're the going album, on. It's the because Judas was 2017, so it's the one that like something about make war, make love, not war, or something yeah. like that. Um, That's that album I really liked. I vaguely remember it. Yeah. Um, they're going back on tour in September. Good. So I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that reminds me. Guess who announced North American tour dates last week? Um, the Jonas Brothers. Genesis. Really? Yes. With Phil Collins? With Phil Collins. How are they going to pull that off? Well, Phil doesn't play drums. Nick Collins plays drums now. It's his son? It's his son. It's pretty badass. He's fucking good. It's pretty badass. So the dates that they announced are all northeast. So are they going to wheel him out there to sing? Can he well, stand by, or anything? Yeah, when he was here in Tampa, he had broken his foot. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay, so... Now, he's still in pretty bad shape, but he can walk and get around. He was just had broken his foot and was in I gotcha. bad shape. All the dates are North America, but they're in the Northeast, so they're like Buffalo, New York, Washington, It'll D.C. Change. It will change, It'll change. but um, I probably am going to be going to Charlotte the weekend before Thanksgiving. Good for you. Because the last time I waited on them to come to Tampa, they didn't, and by God, I'm going to fucking see Genesis before I, I die. Yeah, I, I know that about you. I, I, I know you so, would make that drive. So, well, no, I'll know tomorrow night if I'm going to be able to get tickets yeah. without having to pay for a scalper. Why? Watch them come to Tampa the month after. <laughs> I, you know what? You'll go again. You damn right. I figured you would. You fucking right. I will. <laughs> God damn right. I will. So, all right. Your top five on how to make make wrestling better. Okay. So now that it's already been established that AEW has jump started my love of wrestling all over again two years ago when they started. I still can't believe it's been two years. Um, the one thing that. They have done a little bit more of that I think needs to happen a lot more on TV in general with all the companies and more surprises. We very rarely ever see a belt change on TV. Yeah. And, and I, I get the idea of building up stuff for big events to happen at, you know, pay-per-views and stuff like that. Shit, WWE doesn't even change their belts anymore on pay-per-views, which, I mean, I can't remember. the. I, I'll tell you this. The last big-time belt I remember changing on hands that made, I'm not going to say news, but made all, all the fans talk, is when Goldberg beat Hogan in WCW. Like I, that, I vaguely remember that, that was a massive event. Like all my, but we were all texting each other, calling each other, like, "Oh my God, can you believe this shit?" It just like whatever. You, it just the, there's no big time surprises anymore on TV. On most wrestling companies, I will say AEW does a pretty good job of it. Um, you know, with people coming back. 
or whatever, or big belts to be belts being changed. I thought for a few minutes that Darby was going to lose that belt last week, and they were going to put it on ten for the you know because Just because, because of, the, of the Brody Lee yep. and all that stuff. Um, but it didn't happen. But they had me believing it was going to happen, so I guess good on them. But. I th- more more moments like that need to happen. They also need him. Think. They also needed him to break um, Dustin's not Dustin's Cody's record for most. Yeah, uh, most um, defenses. Yeah, and that's. I mean, they're doing a good job of pushing the younger guys to to get their own big stars because they don't want to keep relying on the Hall of Famers, obviously. Which, right. Which is one hundred percent the it's right smart. decision. It's the it's right smart. decision. Um, another thing that I'd like to see more of again not to say the same shit over and over again, it's more real life like storylines because to me that makes for more interesting entertainment and perfectly good example, Dustin and Cody, when this company started and they had their first big match at their first big pay-per-view, like there was real life, well-documented tension between those two because of their, the way their lives were, their upbringing, blah, 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 not jealousy, but just a riff there between brothers that they played off of and marketed perfectly and it made for an awesome story yep and next thing you know they beat each other bloody which to me was probably one of the best matches i've seen in the past 10 years they hug it out at the end next thing you know they're tagging the week after or you know what the on tv and it was that was interesting story because you know there's real life shit there like when bret hart and Shawn michaels had the, the montreal screw job yeah Phew. Everybody remembers that because that wasn't supposed to happen, and Vince literally screwed Brett in his hometown. And I mean, that's still talked about to this day. Yeah, it is. Um, so I think that is something else that would make it more fun, more entertaining, I should say, more dramatic. Um, another one I'd like to see happen more of is more respect paid to the legends. After watching these documentaries, like the Roddy Piper documentary on A and E just this past week, that was fucking heartbreaking. Like, like. Eyes welling up, heartbreaking to see what this guy went through in real life to make us sit in front of a TV and laugh and hate him and and cheer for him and stuff. Like the lives these guys went through is just not fair. Yeah. Granted, yes, they chose it. This is what they chose to do. In his it, it in his case, Roddy Piper's case saved his life, and he even said he goes, "I without wrestling, he'd be dead." I mean, he was a, basically a runaway living on the streets. Looking for meals, twenty bucks here. This appearance tw- until he finally, you know, made it big or whatever. But it that documentary was it was earth shattering. That's to me the first one I'm going to watch. I had no, I no, I I know a lot of these guys don't have great, didn't have great lives back then. Yes, they signed up to do it. I get it. Like you know, some of them lose families and all that stuff. Like you know, Hogan obviously well documented what happened to him. But Roddy Piper's story is movie worthy. Like they could have made a movie of this guy, and it I it does spend time on they live, and it's very satisfying. It's awesome. Um, there's an inter a short interview with the guy that played the actor Keith, Keith David, opposite of Roddy Piper, and it was talking about the fight filming. Um, and he said, you know, you're not going to believe me when I something like that. I'm don't you know it's not quote for quote, but he's like, the safest I've ever felt was doing that fight with Roddy Piper. And that's saying something because on that movie, on that scene, they look like they beat the living shit out of each other for like 10 minutes. That fight goes on for, I think, two and a half hours in the movie. It it sure felt like it. it, And he said it was the safest he's ever felt. 
And on the very first punch thrown in the fight, he hit Roddy Piper square in the jaw in accident and about shit himself. He's like, I'm, I mean, I'm not spoiling it all, but his reaction to it, he's like, oh my God. Like he's a pilot. He goes, and Piper's just, no, 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 let's go. Let's go. You got, nope, no problem. Yeah, that's not, I mean, like, you're not spoiling it. That's very well documented. He's used yeah. to yeah. that. But yeah. it was, you know, an actor punching this guy. And the, he was no small guy either. No, Keith David's a good sized man. He was stout. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, David Keith, excuse me, David yeah. Keith. It's not um, Keith David. He, I mean, he's been in a lot of movies too. He was in the thing. He's been in a, a lot of movies. Stuff. He was in Armageddon. It wasn't. Yo, he was the general. You're gonna you're give putting, this you're putting to the fate, the fate of the world in a, in a group of men I wouldn't trust with a potato gun. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that doc. Not to get off the list, but if you enjoy wrestling at all, or even liked Roddy Piper or hated him. That is a must-see documentary. You don't even have to enjoy wrestling You, if you enjoy Hollywood. Because, listen, let's be honest. That's what these guys are. These guys are actors. They're athletic actors. Right. But they're actors. If you enjoy Hollywood, some of these guys have gone through some shit. Fucking look at Lex Luger. Horrible shit. Yeah. Look at Lex Luger. Yeah. Ben was in his girl, his, uh, his girlfriend, who was Macho Man's ex-wife. Everybody remembers what he yeah. looked like. Overdosed on painkillers and in his house, and he gets up, uh, dude. Just one thing after another. These guys have just yep. And it's it's sad. It, it it is. And in fact, there's another good part. I mean, again, I could go on. This was that good. There was a point where. All of these guys went. It's basically when we first started to notice the trend of all the wrestlers dying. Mm-hmm. Piper went on TV and spoke about it. Like this is why they don't give a shit about us. They work us till you know they work us like dogs and all that stuff. And Vince McMahon fired him after that for telling the truth. And it's it's sad and it's tragic. And again, they did choose that life, but. Still, someone shouldn't be treated that way. It's inhumane. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, one thing that I did read last week on your The Legend Should Be Getting More Credit, um, The who's the girl? Mickey? Nikki, Mickey James. Mickey James. Fuck. She fucking went off on, on McMahon. Went off. Now, granted, Vince didn't do that, but that tells you how bad the culture is in that company. And she was pissed off because they said she's over the hill, but yet she goes, you're telling me that I'm over the hill, but everybody that holds a fucking belt in WWE is between the ages of 35 and 50. Yeah. So I'm over, but I'm over the hill. Fuck you. Then you know what they told her? And eh, we let you go because women's wrestling really doesn't make us any money. Then stop showing it to us. And she's a first ballot Hall of Famer oh, in the wrestling community. Absolutely. Without a doubt. The, absolutely. The run she had with Trish Stratus back in the day where she was the single white female stalker. Yep. Was, was again, should have been like movie level acting by her. She was creepy as hell. Um, they sent her shit back to her in a trash bag. Yeah. Here's all your stuff. Yeah. And this is right after being, I mean, I... I but you know what cracks? You it's know what kills me about that? It's amazing that that happened. You hear McAfee talk about being on SmackDown now, mm-hmm. and how he deals with McMahon and says he's the nicest guy that you'll ever meet. Now, I've met Vince McMahon, right? Briefly in his airplane, mm-hmm. he was a gentleman. Yep. he was a nice guy. It's again when. The but b- is it business? When or the, is it when the B word gets in the way? You're just. I mean, shit. He's fired Hulk Hogan before. Yeah. But if you're gonna fire him, you gotta you gotta at least do it classy. They, you know, you know. I mean, Lockheed. You know what I mean. If you're right. gonna let somebody go, at least like, hey, look, this is what's happening. We're moving a different direction. Blah 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 blah. If the person that's getting fired wants to be pissed off, well, fine. Sorry, you're getting fired. Right. But you don't send but somebody's shit to him in a trash bag for fuck's sake. I mean, come trash on, trash bag. You're worth millions, Here's billions of dollars. Stuff. 
yeah, trash bag. You can't say that fucking shit like Sonic Delivery or something. She spent, I, I mean, I just, I want to guess 15 years there, 15, yeah. 20 years, maybe. I, I don't think it's been quite 20. Maybe it has been because it doesn't feel like we're that old. But well, she's 41. So if she's been there since she was 25. That's 16 years. She's, uh, she's been there a while. Yeah. And trash bag. Fucked it's up. It's unbelievable. Fucked up. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, when we're done here, I'm going to send you your shit in a trash bag. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like Bill Belichick sending Tom Brady his his shit in a, you know, like a wet cardboard box. Right. Hey, you left this here. Yeah. Here's your here's your seven Super Bowl chip trophies I, f- I forgot here. Um, and I use Tom Brady because she was that important to women's wrestling at, to, to get it as popular she was, as it is. She was the first wave that made it people like it with Trish yeah in her and uh, I actually read up a lot about her because I was trying to find out if she was just being shitty or, or pissy or not and I'm looking at it going god damn she's been around forever and been like Wrestlemania's and title holder I'm like she's not yeah. she's not just some schlub you picked up at the ABC liquor store she's last no Tuesday she's no C-level wrestler no. by any means she's, she's fucking top tier women A-list top shelf and you know what I watched, some of her mouse, I watched some of her matches just highlights of her matches she's a lot better than those two fat turds the WWE shove in our face right now. Yep. Fuck them. Yep. Um, Sorry, guys. Hell of a country singer, too, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she is. She's got a... Um, she's got the perfect look for it. I'll say that. Nice. As gentlemanly as possible. <laughs> she's hot as fuck. Yeah, she, she, you're saying she's, she's pulling the old... Um, uh, what the hell was her name? Hey, she's in the uh, running to be an Oscar-nominated award winner next year. I'm Just in. saying. I'm in. Um yeah, she's got some country songs that are actually like should be playing on the radio today. Nice. That good. Um, anyway, okay, before I make this list an hour long. <laughs> last two things. I WWE has done this a couple times, but I would love to see it done legitimately. Fans voting on matches. There's people we want to see, and there's people we just don't want to see. Put it in the hands of the... Now, um, companies like Impact, AEW... New Japan, like they, they they balance their shit really really well. A WWE does not. That's why their ratings suck balls right now. Um, they do not listen to their fans at all. Like if you were to put some stuff in there where fans vote, like fo- vote for this matchup. Like take a wrestler and give five people, everyone on the app vote and see, and then they have a match next yeah. week. Give us give give fans what they want to see. Crazy premise. Ow, stub my toe. Last one. This is on my wish list. Okay. It'll never happen, but if it did, it would probably be the biggest moneymaker in wrestling history, and you call it WrestleGeddon. Okay. We have the Super Bowl, uh-huh. WrestleMania, okay. NHL Finals. We have all these big culmination events, right? Why not one day in the summer when all the sports are down? I know baseball's still going on, like, say, July NHL's over, basketball's over. During the All-Star break. All we, during the All-Star break, we have one, like, Cowboy Stadium. All the companies come in. And you have super cards, super matches. Oof. You have Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. You you have just the, the or even that, you go the, the heavyweight title holder in Japan faces Kenny Omega of AEW. Or you have WWE versus the top guy in Impact, or Vi- you just you bring in all the companies, even the small ones like NWA. Bring them all in, even like some of the bigger territories, and you have just a weekend long super card celebration of wrestling. Figure out how to divide the pie up, help out the smaller companies, 
because you could make some money. Now Vince is a greedy, dominant asshole that probably would never go for this. But I, it sure looks like the other companies would because you got other companies working with each other already. WrestleGeddon. That would be massive. badass. Massive. That would be great. Super cards. Like cards you, you'll you'll only see once a year. And then once that weekend's over, they part their ways. See you next year. Figure it out. You'd have to make up belts, though, because what happens if, like, the guy who wrestles in oh, Impact... Oh, and it's only defended once a year. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, if that was... Let's say, let's say Roman Reigns and Omega wrestled, and whoever won, that means that that AE... If, if he, he wins the AEW belt... Then that that can't you can't get it back for a year. You have belts so specifically for yes, this event. Yes, and that wrestler gets to just tout that all year long. Yep, just brag about it. Like I think that would be probably the best thing to ever happen to wrestling in general, and it would put it back on the map. That would be fun nationally or globally, really, because wrestling's big overseas too. Oh, it's huge overseas. Europe, Japan. I mean, Japan is massive with New, New Japan, but um, they did it. Sort of a couple years ago before AEW started with All In, it was thrown together by Cody, the Young Bucks, where they had, there was no AEW yet. There was just wrestlers. Right. All these big name wrestlers. There's Japanese guys. Like, there was a point where Hulk Hogan was the most famous person on the planet. And then The Rock. Yep. I mean, wrestling kicks out some big stars. It absolutely does. Um, I mean, some could argue it made Ronda Rousey bigger than when she was when she was in the UFC. That just made her that much bigger. It was short, but still, it was massive. Everyone tuned in to see her every single week. But, um, God, that would be awesome. That yeah. would just be, what an event that would be. And you hold it at like... It'd be like the fucking Woodstock of wrestling every year. It, it would be the exactly that, Woodstock of wrestling. And it would be massive. It would. But... The dollar signs would have to get divvied out. They'd have to figure it out. But if they could do that to where everybody wins and everybody benefits from it, and then they just go their separate ways on on Sunday night. How great would it be if they did that and WWE would just be like, no, that's not good enough for us. And they went, all right, fuck you, stay at home. And everyone else did it. Yeah. It, it, still, it still would be massive. It would be huge. It would be incredible. It would, be, it, it would. It would be awesome. That's my list. Well done. Well, you know. I like it. Pretty. I like that you did it and you didn't have any of the ones that I did. Threw it together in five minutes. I'm just kidding. Asshole. I'm just joking. My list took me significantly longer. The number you had in your head was how many hours it took to put that list together. That's the trick. There Seven hours. That's bullshit. Yeah. My, my starting number was actually 11. Much like half okay. of the shit that I came up with today. So this week, I'm the captain. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. I just get to sit back and enjoy. Okay. So we'll do like we did last week. I'll tell you the category, and I'll tell you the nominees, and you'll tell me who you think my winner is. All right. All right. All right. Uh, my first category is because there's a lot of there's a lot of people in Hollywood in the movie industry. They're the unsung heroes, Mike. Nobody pays attention to them. True story. So this category is best performance by an animal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Is Ned Beatty on this list? <laughs> He's an honorable mention. That's for sure. Squeal, little yep. piggy. So ironically, the first one is Babe. All right. The pig from Babe. Uh. The orangutan from Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, odds on favorite right now. Yep. Black Phillip from The Witch. Never saw it. Uh, he's a goat who's supposed to be Satan. Fucking goats are great. Yep. Uh, side note, they said this goat was such a pain in the ass during the filming 
that he would literally just run and attack people that they, he screwed up so many scenes because he would just fucking att- like he's Satan. Like, See what, what do you expect? Too yeah. big, too big for too his big, britches already. Already, already. already. He's like, fuck you. I'm not even in the sequel. Dude, you've done one movie, goat. Settle down. And the you fourth, know why? Why he was the goat? Because he was the goat. That's why he was the goat. <laughs> too easy. And the fourth one is the cat from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Only animal to go through all nine lives in one scene. Right? Well, if he had nine lives, he just spent them all. He just spent all of them. I got to go with the orangutan. What? Clyde. Clyde, yeah. Clyde. Right turn, Clyde. Mine was actually Black Phillip from, from what? The Witch. Yes, and the only reason is because when you watch the movie, this goat creeps you the fuck out. It's the goat. He creeps you the fuck out. Uh, number two would have been the cat, just because it's so fucking funny. So the goat retains his title. The goat has retained his title. Fuck that goat. Yep. Okay. The next category is best use of a non-original song in a movie. Oh, okay. Meaning, Shit. like, how not, long was this list to, song, to whittle down? I, it, it, I actually, this list was pretty hard for me to find the movies, the, the songs, because I couldn't remember which songs were in movies. Fair. Okay, so the first nominee is "Big Gun" by AC/DC from The Last Action Hero. Okay. Second is "Twist and Shout" from Ferris Bueller. Okay. Third is the immigrant song from Thor Ragnarok. Odds on favorite. There's only one I'm waiting to hear. Fourth is Bye Bye Blackbird from Sleepless in Seattle. And fifth is Cherry Cherry from Saving Silverman. Also a good one. Which one were you waiting to hear? I was hoping you were going to have Shout in Animal House. Ah, fuck. Completely. That's how you do it, Greg. It should have been on there. That's how you do it. should have been on there. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um... God, or I'm all right in Caddyshack. Well, that was written for Caddyshack, though. Oh, it was specifically that was for that. He okay. wrote that all for right, Caddyshack. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, Led Zeppelin is the winner, hands down. Absolutely. It's not even close. It is. And it's not just because it's the song or because it's the movie. It's the song and the movie worked fucking perfectly. Yeah, that, that song just Joan jetted it because it's a runaway. Oh, yeah. Good enough. Just absolutely. Okay, uh, how about best sex scene? Oh, now we're talking. Uh, the um, the girl on girl action from Black Swan. Never saw it, but I've heard tales told. Uh, the first time that Mark Wahlberg and Julianne Moore have sex in Boogie Nights. Never saw that, but I've also heard. When Sarah Connor gets it on with what's his nuts in the original Terminator, just I, be, just I, because I do remember that as a kid. The tent scene from Brokeback Mountain. Will never, have never, not gonna do it. That's just in there to be funny. Yeah, filmed in Ohio. Of course it was. Or uh, the sex scene from Team America: World Police. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is absolutely the winner. How could it not it's be? It's absolutely the winner. How could it not be? Two oh string puppets, sixty nine each first other. First time Come I on. saw that, I fucking died. On the director's cut. Oh, so good. When right. you first said that scene, when you first said that topic, I I was like, please. It had to be, right? It has to be on this list for it to be legitimate. Okay. You did not disappoint. This was a, I, I struggled for categories, so this is, um, I this would one like was to say from, the pool scene from Wild Things, also honorable mention. Never seen it. <sighs> did, but, uh, don't watch the movie. Just the scene. Denise Richards, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. I'm, I, <sighs> I get it. I, I want Good to Good thing see they it. were in a pool. Sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I'm a horrible, horrible person. Yeah, that's all right, but that's why we love you. This was a, a category that was created by the Marketing Angel, and this is Best Product Placement in a Movie. 
Okay. Wilson from Castaway. Brilliant. Also, key part of the movie. Yep. White Castle from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. One of the best documentaries ever made. <laughs> Said by yours truly. Yep. Pizza Hut, Pepsi, and Reebok from Wayne's World. Yes. The Chevy Camaro and the Transformers. Winner. Or Reese's Pieces from E.T. Yeah, Bumblebee, with, without a doubt. However, can I throw in another one? Of course. Heineken, Austin Powers. Yeah, that was a good one. That was just on last week. That's the only reason that stood out. So good. Now, the Reese's Pieces one is epic. Because they legendary. Had, because they had to create it for the for the movie because they wanted to use M and M's and Mars Candy told them no. Really? Yes. How stupid are How they? How fucking dumb are How you? How bad do you look right now? Right. So they created Reese's Pieces for for E. T. specifically. Really? I yep. did not know that. Fucking mind numbing to me. One of my favorite candies. It, 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 to this day. Absolutely. Anything Reese's. You can't Whenever Oscar Award winner Amy gets me like surprise candy or mm-hmm. like Father's Day, Christmas, whatever, she will get me Reese's Pieces. Oscar. I agree. Hey, uh, when you win the award. Yeah, absolutely. It, you have it's, to, it's, it's like when you're knighted. Every time, yeah, sir. You win an Oscar Oscar award winner. Every time that she goes and she auditions for a job, it's on her resume. So, so from this absolutely. day forward, whenever the wife is brought up, it's Oscar award winner. Oscar winner. Oscar winner, Amy. Yep, there you, you go. got it. Okay. Um, and the most iconic one is the Chevy, to me, is a Chevy Camaro from the Transformers oh. because that's badass. That's not my winner. Really? Yeah. And, and, and it's number two. It's number two, but this is why. Wilson from Castaway. Because have you ever seen the I product placement be a fucking character in the story? It was brilliant the way that they did that, to me. Very fair, however. But my favorite is is Very Bumblebee. similarly to that, that was the launching of the new Chevy Camaro. I understand. Which ended up, to this day, is my lotto car. I would love to have. If I buy, if I win the lotto, that is the first car that I'm buying, the Bumblebee edition. I'm buying a Chevy Silverado. I mean, I don't fault you there either, because I would have that to pull my pontoon boat. Boom, without a doubt. Boom. All right, and then final category. Oh, here we go. The payoff, the money shot, the best picture, not nominated for best picture. Okay, I like what you're going. My nominees are John Wick. Caddyshack. Notice I'm not disagreeing. Young Frankenstein. Infinity War slash Endgame, because it is one movie. Preach! And Blazing Saddles. I I literally cannot pick. Gun to head, Infinity War and Endgame. Blazing Saddles is my pick. I, I, I love Infinity War. The well, only reason I say that is because of the size and the scale and the 22 movie payoff. I, I mean, understand. It's, it's, but Blazing Saddles, I, I think to this day, people should be set down and forced to watch Blazing Saddles I to be able to lighten the fuck up. All five of those movies to me were the best. Now, I have a question for you, and I was thinking about this the other day. Did you say Young Frankenstein? I did. Okay. Infinity War Game, Young Frankenstein, yes. Caddyshack, Blazing Saddles, and John Wick. Yes. How was Black Panther nominated for Best Picture, but Endgame wasn't? I'll give you one simple reason. Color. It's the only reason. And that's my honest answer. All right, that makes sense. Because it wasn't for the effects Ag- or the, or, or, or the it, story. Agree or disagree with it, or, or it's not to, intended to be a, a crappy statement, but that does make sense because it is... No, I will say this, okay. so I don't sound like so much of an asshole. I loved 
Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I love the Black Panther character. To me, he was arguably the best part of Civil War. It is a character yeah, that I could not wait to get more of. He, he was good in, in the in-games in, in Infinity Wars, too. He was not bad in Black Panther. I thought he the characters in Black Panther were the story to the story is what awesome. ruined it for me. The characters are great. The, the movie was hot garbage. Yeah, it was with incredible characters. Yeah, Ulysses, I, I agree. U- Ulysses Claw. Why did you kill the best villain in the movie? Yep, Killmonger was great. Why did you kill him? That could have gone on and on. It just it won for that reason because it did not win for quality. Good enough. Yeah. So we've discussed John Wick multiple times. Yes. How good it is. How could you not? I have... Talk about that all day. One problem with John Wick. I watched them all three last week. The puppy. No, not the puppy. Rest in peace. And I'm like, one of the things that I love so much about John Wick is that ammo is an issue. Okay? That... that he was very well prepared. No, no. I No, I'm not saying that... I'm oh, not okay, saying, okay. I'm saying that they actually guess, made ammo an issue. I guess I should stop cutting you off. No, that's all right. Where guns... <laughs> where he would literally run out of ammo and have to do something. And yes. I love that about an action movie. Yes. Haven't seen that very often. I watched Halle Berry shoot 43 times without putting a clip in her gun. She can shoot, man. <laughs> she trained. You know how many hours she put in? Yeah, okay. She was ready. I know that they wanted you to think that she was doing that, but it was it was some editing issues where they did it. It didn't ruin it for me. It was still a badass scene. Very, very little attention was paid to her because I was watching those two German shepherds just wreck house. They were badass. Those stunt dogs... I know some of that was probably CG, CG, I think, but that dog jumping off his back or her back and going up the wall, amazing. I uh, probably, and I know that's real because you can watch YouTube videos of police dogs doing insane shit like oh, that. Yeah. But those dogs uh, highlighted that movie for me, except for the last fight. An update, an update to uh, best performance by an animal in a movie. The dogs, the in German John Shepherds, and John yes. Wick three. Okay, Parabellum. those two. God, they were prepare for war. So cool. Prepare you have war. to say that after you say Parabellum. Parabellum, prepare for war. Prepare for war. Baba Yaga. Dude, how great of a name is that? Right? Right? I also loved the callback. Dude, I might put that on my hockey jersey. Baba Yaga. Oh, my God. That's incredible. <laughs> how awesome that would, would be that so be? fucking great. Just, oh. The, Damn, um, I might have to. The, uh, the fucking part in the beginning of three. That's so stupid. Where he's trying to get... To where he can be safe. It's not stupid. It's amazing. <laughs> to where he can be safe and he actually fights the two guys and he ends up killing them with the pencil. Can you imagine that? The motherfucker's named Baba Yaga? <laughs> yeah, that's What's right. That it's mean? the boogeyman. Boogeyman, bitch. <laughs> when, he, when he had to fight the two guys and he fought the one with the, he killed him with the pencil. Yes. That sh- just a call back there was incredible. Uh, I mean, that, those three movies are flawless in my mind. Yep. There, there's exactly what it should be. The story, I think, is I love the the Continental, like the whole, like hey, we got, yeah, we're savage assassins, but we got rules. Everyone gets along in the. You know Continental. What kind of scares me about that movie? The number of assassins. Oh, everywhere! Holy shit! The the mass text. Yeah. Who's not a killer in that Dude, city? That's what happens when they when they worry about cell phone usage and the fucking use the, the shit goes down. How do you like, apply for that job? <laughs> Fair. What's the hiring process like? Fair. What are the questions they ask at the interview? <laughs> oh my God! No, 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 no! That's our top five list next week. <laughs> the five questions you're asked when applying to be an assassin for in, the Continental in John Wick. In John Wick. In the John Wick universe. Is is that it, accepted? 
See, and that, folks, is how we come up with our bullshit. It, exactly. We, we, this is not a science at all. It just writes itself. All right. Please check out our Patreon page. Uh, you can support us there. You can support us uh, through our spread shop that we have on our top5forfighting.com page. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Top5forfighting and Top5forfighting on Twitter. Uh, we do not need to give Mike's number out anymore because Ryan fucking nailed, nailed it. Nailed it. And um, but if you want to say hi, it's seven two seven seven nine three four nine five four. Hi, how you doing? That's it. We still went an hour and forty minutes. Not bad. Hey, when you're good, you're good. Hey, when shit's rolling, you, you just can't shut off greatness like that. It's hard. Everybody have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Baba Yaga. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.